everyone today it is the 15th of march and it's been amazing it's been amazing a lot is happening in the world right now and people are panicking a lot of people are afraid let's talk about the antidote so today i will be talking about the antidote you know one thing the enemy tries to do is just to create fear because fear creeps fear just will just fear could even kill earlier before the the the, the disease gets one because you're afraid some will go into panic attack panic mode and and just all that but then there's an antidote a free antidote to the disease right now the world is battling with coronavirus and then rumors are going around people are fighting over toilet papers yeah toilet papers and it's just it's just surprising how we just all forgotten about kindness forgetting about each other about compassion i saw a video of a woman her cat was filled with like bundles of toilet papers and this woman asked for just one one set and she, she said no and it was a fight and i was just watching i was just watching i'm like what happens to compassion compassion and what happens to kindness and all that and i just you know when all this has been happening there's just been this peace you know not because it disease hasn't gotten close to me close to where i am but i just have this peace because i know of whose kingdom i belong to i know that the promise that the lord has given to me and you know i just look back at all that is written in the bible and i just have this rest that even though a thousand is falling right beside me you know even though I'm where I'm standing. The next person to me gets the virus, get the everything. But I'm I'm secured, just like what happened in the in Egypt. The blood made the spirit of death pass over. You know, you can just picture how House A got affected and House B escaped over, and you'll be wondering like, how come? What happened? But that is our assurance when we're in Christ. So the antidote. What is the antidote? And I will read from Psalm 91. This, I believe, you know, the Bible says in Revelation that we overcome the enemy by the words of our testimony and by the blood of the Lamb. The people of the Israelites, they, 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 the spirit of death escaped. They escaped the spirit of death because of the blood that was right on the doorstep the blood was a mark of touch not the blood was a mark of passover you know so that's why we celebrate passover and when the spirit of death came and saw the blood right there this is like no this is a no-go area and it passed over and praying psalm 91 you know the way to get over these and keep yourself keep your faith keep your hope it's just to keep praying Psalm 91, you know, and just keep declaring the promises of God and just keep reminding the enemy that you have, the enemy has nothing on you, you know, because you've got the mark of touch nuts right on you. You are the beloved of the Lord. You are redeemed by the blood, you know. Jesus has paid all the price on the, on the cross of Calvary and you have free access to your salvation. 
you know, and God is willing to keep you. He's willing to shield you, build a wall of fire around you. You know, you just keep declaring the word back. Keep declaring your salvation. Keep declaring your deliverance, you know. So I read from Psalm 91 and we'll just pray over it. It says, Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. You know, with all the chaos going around, people are panicking, people are being locked up, staying indoors and all that. You know, he says you will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. You know, I just picture, when I read this psalm, I always picture like a, um, someone chasing me and then I'm, I find a rock, a huge rock, and I'm hiding behind a rock. You know, your enemy chasing you would not see that you're hiding behind that rock. You know, so I just feel like that is how the shadow of the of the Almighty covers you. It covers you so much that the enemy won't even see your shadow, won't even see like, oh, someone is hiding right there. So verse 2, it says, This I declare of the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I am trusting him. You know, it says, He alone is my God and I am trusting him. I will trust in him. I will depend on him. Despite it all. And so when fear just comes, you just say no, no. I'm trusting in God because he is my God and he, is, he alone is my refuge. He's my place of safety. So you just keep speaking that. He said he will rescue you from every hidden trap of the enemy and he will protect you from false accusation and any deadly cause. If this virus spreading around is as a result of a curse upon a generation because of their sin, you are exempted from that the mark of exemption is upon you he says his massive arms are wrapped around you protecting you you can run under his covering of majesty and hide his arms of faithfulness are a shield keeping you from harm you know so when you read all this you just have the assurance that i'm safe i'm secure no harm can come near my dwelling and then verse 5 it says you will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night nor have to fear a spirit of darkness coming against you don't fear a thing whether by night or by day, demonic danger will not trouble you, nor will the powers of evil launch against you. I will read the, the NLT. It says, Do not be afraid of the terrors of the night, nor the fear the dangers of the day, nor dread the plague that stalks in darkness, nor the diseases that strikes at midday. It's just just like this coronavirus. You could, you could just put that. Do not fear coronavirus that stalks in darkness. Nor, the, nor coronavirus that strikes at midday. Do not be afraid. You know, that is what the enemy wants now. The enemy has, to a point, we might reason it physically and think, oh, he's succeeding because people ain't going to church anymore. Today, a lot of churches had to close down people are not gathering anymore to fellowship you understand and you know the enemy feels like oh this is good i'm i'm beginning to like i'm, I'm succeeding in my in my motive and all but 
God is just telling us that we should not be afraid. He said, though a thousand fall at your side, though 10,000 are dying right around you, this evil will not touch you. Maybe someone needs to hear that again. It says, though a thousand fall at your side, though 10,000 are dying around you, this evil will not touch you. I mean, with this verse 7, I don't think there's anything else I need to say right now. It says, though people are dying around you, the evil will not come near you. It will not touch you because you are the beloved of the Lord. His eyes are right around you wherever you go. Even if you step into the lion's den, it, nothing will happen to you. He said, do you walk through the valley of the shadow of death? He is with you. He said, but you will see it with your eyes. You will see how the wicked are punished. Verse 9. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the Most High your shelter. No evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your dwelling. Verse 11. He said, For he orders his angels to protect you wherever you go. So you can say, Oh, because I'm in, I'm in Wuhan right now. His angels are surrounding you. I'm not saying anybody should go to Wuhan, but even when you're in the midst of darkness, in the midst of a curse, as long as you make the Lord your most high, you make the, the Lord your refuge, and you make the most high your shelter, as long as you yield to God, you submit yourself to God, you, are, you, you surrender your life to Him, and you become His child, no evil shall befall you. And God will order his angels to be in charge of you. You know, when you're going, just declare this over time. The angels of the Lord surrounds me. The angels of the Lord encompass around me. The Lord is my shield. He's my buckler. The Lord is my shelter. I dwell in the secret place of the Most High. I find rest. When fear tries to creep your heart, you speak these words like, I have rest. I have rest. He just reminds me of the of the disciple. I think it's Peter. He says, even though he's beaten by poisonous snakes, even if they take poison, it won't harm them because they carry in them the a greater force, the Holy Spirit, the greater power is in them dwells in them nothing shall by any means harm you nothing shall by any means harm you and the lord is saying that he will rescue those who love him he will protect those who trust in his name it says when you call he will i will answer i will be with them in trouble i will rescue them and honor them and the last verse 16 he said i will satisfy them with a long life and give them my salvation the lord is mindful of you the lord 
he he watches over you he dots on you he loves you and you can't tell me if a god loves you so much to give his only child for you he won't protect you from coronavirus or whatever plagues upon this earth he will do not be afraid do not be afraid cast out the spirit of fear from your heart there is no fear in perfect love. If you say you love the Father, if you say you love God, you know God, you shouldn't be afraid. Perfect love casts out fear. So you should know that uh-uh, God loves me too much to let me die in the hands of coronavirus or whatever it is, or, or, or the flu, influenza, whatever it is. Because I'm the beloved of the Lord. I'm the redeemed of the Most High God. I've been redeemed by the blood of Jesus. And His blood, His walk on the cross of Calvary cannot go in vain. If it's that easy for the enemy to just wipe out a lot of people, then why, why did God have to let Jesus hang there on the cross? Die a death of shame. The blood still carries power. The blood still speaks better things than the blood of Abel. Better things than the than the the the, the, the injustice of this world. Better things than the, the the cruelty. The everything that this world foretolds and beholds. The blood still speaks, and this is what you hold on to. This is what you hold on to. It just made me remember a time. I think it was in 2018. 18. I, yeah, I think it's 18. And I just slept and I had just strange dreams. I dreamt I was eating something and I woke up instantly with pains in my tummy. I was so sick. I remember that day I could barely get up. All through the day I was just not myself. I was so sick. I was just feeling so sick pains and all that and i just i had forgotten the dream when i woke up and i was playing worship and i just remembered the dream i had and like i told you in my other podcast like nothing happens in this physical realm without it happening in the spirit realm right the spirit controls the physical and i just remember the dream i had and I was like, no, Satan, you can't ignite the, 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 the spirit of infirmity. You can't have covenant with my body. My body is a temple of God. The Holy Spirit dwells in my body. And I speak forth my healing. And I plead the blood of Jesus upon myself. I took the Holy Communion. I prayed and I was made whole. was just i regained myself i regained my strength and i was fine again you know so the blood still holds power like you know that song says there is power mighty in the blood there is power mighty in the blood of jesus that is the antidote you know when you wake up in the morning you wash yourself with the blood of jesus take it plead it upon yourself Plead it upon yourself. 
Plead it upon your family. Anoint your house. Plead the blood of Jesus upon everywhere. Cover your children. Cover your distant relatives. There's no distance in the realm of the spirit. The fact that they are far away in another side of the world doesn't mean your prayer won't be won't reach them. Cover each and every one and just keep yourself because the enemy is doing a lot in this season. The enemy is doing a lot. This is like the end time season. And I just want to remind us that Jesus is still coming. Jesus is still coming for his bride. He's still coming soon. Don't let the 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 distractions of this world. Don't let it deceive you. Don't let it make you forget the fact that God is still coming. And he would come back for his own. Like the the groom, like the groom crowns his, his bride, like the groom lavishes and, and and just crowns the bride and beautifies his bride and just rejoices over the bride. When he comes back, he will rejoices rejoice over you. Only if you are his bride. Remember the stories of the ten virgins. Do not be the unwise five. Make sure that your ways are pure with him. Make sure that your heart is clean. He will judge your heart and he will judge the works of your hands. He will judge your deeds. Anything, we are not righteous, we are human. But at the same time, remember, you've died to the flesh and risen again with Christ. Confess your sin and retrace yourself. He says that if my people that are called by my by my name will humble themselves and pray and fast and forsake their old ways. Remember the first thing: humble yourself. Accept that you've deviated from the kingdom, from the ways of the Lord. Repent. Forsake those things that you're doing, that you know that this thing is the reason why anytime I do this thing, oh my God, I can't come close to God. I feel so, I feel like I'm, I've taken 10 more steps back from the throne. And then next time I commit it, I feel like I've taken another two steps back. So that's like 12 steps back from the throne room and connections and the intimacy and koinonia that I share with God. says for i know the plans i have for you says the lord they are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope verse 12 in those days when you pray i will listen if you look for me in earnest you will find me when you seek me 
He said, I will be found by you, says the Lord. I will end your captivity and restore your fortune. I will gather you out of the nations where I sent you and bring you home again to your own land. God is the God of restoration. God wants to restore the years that you've lost. He wants to restore back your health. But you must call it fault. Remember, you overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the words of your testimony. You must testify. Even if you've not received your healing, you must call your healings forth. It says, call forth those things that are not as though they are. And so you will call forth the healing. You will call forth the deliverance. And you will declare that you're made whole. Life returns back to your body. It is never too late to retrace your steps and know that the antidote, the antidote for the problem of the world right now is just Jesus. He's just, his arms are always wide open. He's waiting for you. He's knocking over and over. He's been knocking at the door of your heart. Will you open your heart to receive him in? How long will you wallow in your shame and your guilt and your suffering? Wouldn't you just rather let go of those things you're holding on to and receive his rest and his promises and his sweet, sweet love, sweet, so sweet, sweeter than honey. He wants to pour his love so much in your heart. To make something new out of your life. To make a beauty out of your ashes. But in order for him to do that, he won't force himself on you. He needs you. He needs you to accept him. To surrender to him. my my antidote to the to the problem right now i hope your family stays safe i hope you dwell in the secret place of the most high you abide under the shadow of the almighty that in the end you will testify that the lord is your refuge is your shield and your buckler the lord is his name Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening. Remember to stay blessed, stay safe. God has given you the antidote, but at the same time, wisdom is profitable to direct. Wash your hands all the time. Keep yourself safe. If you know anyone that is sick, please don't hug, kiss. Stay safe, stay clean. God gave us wisdom for a reason. Bye-bye.